Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will never fail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 79 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Uh, life, uh, finds a way. This is Chris. <laughs> that was, that, I mean, that was per. You, you might as well just be him. Oh, that's funny you say that, because I, I was watching a video recently that said, like, every, like, five or ten years, Jeff Goldblum just pops up, and he's really popular, and he's in a bunch of movies, and then he just fades away again. I think he's in, uh, a... Goldblum Renaissance, maybe yeah, we can call it. He's like a cicada or like a yeah, locust. Yeah, that, that's a perfect analogy for him. Yeah, he, he, he's out right now. He goes into hibernation or whatever, and then now he's like, movie, movie, movie. Thor Ragnarok, Jurassic World. Um, in, in the new Independence Day. He hit, he hit everything. Yeah, he's, he's just coming back, and now he's going to be gone again. Yeah, soon. And then I maybe, think maybe, he'll, maybe he'll come back for like Jurassic World 8 <laughs> or whatever in a couple of years. Well, well, we can talk about that. We can talk about that yeah, uh, when we'll we, get later that. in the episode. Uh, how are you? You doing good? It's been a while. Oh, it has been. It's been too long. But I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm holding up. Uh, school's almost over. Uh, of the airing of this episode will be the last day of school. Oh, congratulations. Uh, those, those, those darn snow days put us back a little bit longer, um, which at the time was nice. But now that it's halfway through June, I'm like, come on. Yep. Let's just uh, call it already. That's how it is. But uh, yeah, no complaints. Things are good. Uh, how's, uh, how's little Lucy doing? She's, she's like two and a half months old now, doing great. It's crazy. She's a cute little kid. Um, now she, she's very vocal. So do you think, uh, do you think she'll, she'll come on the podcast soon and, and give some arguments to back you up? Definitely. It's great. To I'll hear. just, I'll, I'll edit her in at the end. I'll just let her talk at the end. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun, actually. <laughs> as like, as the, the ending after the. After the episode's over, you just have Lucy doing her. Yeah, I'll just What's let that her called? Talk. It's called cooing, right? Yeah, that's what she does. Yeah, she screams sometimes too, but mostly she just kind of babbles along. But is it screaming like? No, no, it's like a really cute scream. Oh, okay. It's not even like a scream. It's just like it's kind of feels like she's trying to yell at you. Gotcha. But like in a nice. I, I didn't way. know if it was like a bloody murder scream, like in the middle of the night or something. She hardly ever does that. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. At least you're getting some good sleep. Yeah. All right, so uh, you, oh, you're getting better sleep because she's not screaming in the middle of the night, right? Yeah, we sleep. I mean, she's been really good sleeping at night. That's good. That, I mean, that's what you want to hope for, especially with a newborn. Yep. Um, so, uh, Chris, our last episode, uh, almost a month ago, we, we, we've been gone. Yeah, and like we said, our, our listeners, they all know that we're busy with everything going on, but we're going to try to get back into a little bit more of a rhythm going forward. Uh, our previous episode was uh, The Winter Soldier versus Alec Trevelyan. I said that right, correct? Perfect. Got it. Uh, going against each other. You've been practicing your of, Russian, haven't you? I have. In honor of uh, my bachelor party at Comic-Con, in which we saw both Sebastian Stan and uh, Sean Bean. And the Twitter poll stands as 75% to The Winter Soldier and 25% to Alec Trevelyan. Yeah, So uh, that's probably fair. Sorry for that Winter one. Winter Soldier is like pretty strong. He is pretty strong. Now, I never shared this with you because I completely forgot to, but we <laughs> got a, a message from a fan, Sal from Alaska, regarding this episode. And it's a little lengthy, and I'm going to do my best just to kind of summarize it um, the best I can. just Because he did some extensive research, and I told, like, this is the kind of research we really should have done for this episode, <laughs> but we didn't. And I'm going to give Sal so much credit here because he did extensive amounts of background information I mean, here. So, in our defense, when you live in Alaska, like, what else do you have to do, right? <laughs> I don't know, Sal. Let us know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure yeah. Alaska's great. Yeah. So what he says is, so of Sean's 25 deaths, eight have been from gunshots. So roughly a third, which is the majority of his deaths. An infographic I found puts it as Sean Bean is highly susceptible to bullets. So Bucky got a good chance in a gunfight, but super soldiers 
also still susceptible to bullets, so I call it a 50-50. Moving on to hand-to-hand combat, Sean died by a knife three times, all being, let's say, passionate affairs. The first being a throat slit introduced by a love triangle, the second a self-stabbing brought on by an unrequited love, and the third by a woman who was forcing himself upon. He also has been slain. Oh, I wonder what movie that was. Yeah, I'm not sure. He also has been slain with a rapier and a duel, but that was also passionate. He was said he was going to rape a girl, and other dude was not about it. Ahem. Man, Sean Bean. Yeah, I'm telling you. To the case in point, unless Buck can make this an emotional affair, (laughs) there's not much precedent for Sean Bean characters dying in knife fights. But wait, there's more. All of Sean Bean's deaths, absolutely zero, zero out of 25, have been from robotic arms or robots in general. <laughs> I know Bucky Barnes is a human super soldier with a robotic arm, but that makes him at least base level cyborg. Though I'm well aware that correlation does not imply causation, I listen to this podcast for its leaps of faith, and so I explore that all Sean Bean's characters are robot proof, and hence could not be killed in hand-to-hand combat with Bucky Barnes. But I wholeheartedly can see that if Bucky had a 9mm, he could end Ned Stark, Boromir, and Alec Trevelyan 1v1 handedly, bearing brainwashing control. In the end, I'm still unsure of who I think would win, but I'm fairly convinced Sean Bean's character would die. Ending on a fun fact, Alec Trevelyan is the only Sean Bean character that I could find who appears to die and then comes back, which I find is a nice parallel with Bucky, especially since both were good guys who came back as antagonists. Wow, that was very good. That's what I'm, I'm telling you. Like, that was perfect. Like, I am kind of embarrassed that our previous episode was not that well-researched. Well, get ready for more of that today. <laughs> no, no, Chris, don't <laughs> turn them away. We got it. So, Sal from Alaska, thank you so much uh, for sending that out to us. Uh, we really appreciate your awesome, in-depth research. When Very I read well that, Very in well my done. head, I'm thinking, this is so cool. Like, those numbers are insane. And I, I guess I like a lot the of like it. pretend death scene thing. Like, I mean, the only movie where he, he thought he died and he didn't actually die. Yeah, it's and true. then he it's actually a good died. Parallel. Yeah, and it seems like there's a bunch of infographics out there about Sean Bean character deaths. That could still happen in Game of Thrones. He could come back next season as like a headless zombie, White Walker. Hey, maybe. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's her name came back in the books? Uh, Catherine. Cat? Yeah, she Lady came back Stoneheart. Lady Stoneheart. Exactly. Spoilers. Yeah. I think most people know that by now. <laughs> and it's not it's in not, the movie, so it's not, not TV spoiler. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Chris, you ready to get started with today's episode? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris... What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about dinosaurs. Every third grader's dream. Fighting dinosaurs? Did you Wait, go Steve, a that's really phase? funny that you say that. What wait, what? I said, did you go through a dinosaur phase when you were a kid? Uh not really, but I did have, and I'm pretty sure it was third grade, when we were learning about dinosaurs, we had to draw a picture of dinosaurs, and I drew two dinosaurs fighting. Do you remember which ones you picked? Did yes. you pick the two that we chose today? No, but one was the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay, so you're, that, that applies. Okay. And then he was fighting like, I don't remember if it was exactly what it was. It looked like a Stegosaurus. It was like four, it was on four legs. It was pretty big and it had like a spike on his tail. Okay. It could have been like something else. And I've actually learned since then, I think, unless I'm mistaken, that the Tyrannosaurus and the Stegosaurus lived so far apart, they would have never seen each other. Like in the t- in time, right? Yeah. So, but I traced it from a book. So if 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 my picture was wrong, the book was wrong. I still remember that false information. I remember hearing a statistic that said that we are currently closer to Cleopatra being alive than the Tyrannosaurus Rex and like the Triceratops or Stegosaurus were ever close to being. I've heard stuff like alive. that. It's crazy how long the dinosaurs were around. Yeah, seriously, like. I mean, millions and millions of years, and you just think, you know, because when people think dinosaurs, they can just kind of schlep them all together. Yeah, it was like it was a really long time ago. Right, it was a long time ago, and they were all living together. It's like, no, not sure, really. Sure, yeah, they all lived together. Right. Like in Jurassic but, uh, Park. Exactly like in Jurassic Park. Um, I went through a dinosaur phase. Uh, I think it was like second or third grade. Uh, I was completely obsessed. What I would do is I would go outside, and I would find tree roots, and I would pretend that they were dinosaur bones. 
Oh. And I would use like a paintbrush. Like remember in the Jurassic Park movies, you know, they had like yeah. the oh, yeah, paintbrushes yeah. and stuff. So I would do that pretending that there were dinosaur bones outside, which probably led to all the trees dying because the roots were being exposed. <laughs> but uh, it was a, it was a good time. Wow. Yeah. Well, how would little little Steve have reacted if you actually found a dinosaur bone? I think my mind would have been blown. Would I you have known parents, what it was? I I probably wouldn't have. I probably would have like threw it or something. I would have had no idea. My parents probably would have been excited because that probably meant there were fossil fuels under our house and they could have like <laughs> sunk a well down there and just retired. Yeah, you would have been like the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, for today's episode, we're doing this in honor of the new Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic World, what's it called? The Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom that comes out this Friday. Yeah. And this was suggested uh, a while ago. This was suggested by a fan named Andrew Howell back in January. And he sent me a whole list of different topics, and he said that you should do this for when Jurassic World 2 comes out. And I put it on my, my iPhone notes. And I was looking through them, and I'm like, holy crap, Jurassic World comes out. We should totally take advantage of this. So thank you, Andrew, uh, for sending us this suggestion. Great suggestion. Yeah. Did we Are actually – did we use his two two picks as well, or did he – did we, we change We his one? exact two picks. Okay. Yeah, these are the two picks he suggested. Okay. So, um, yeah, so we have Jurassic World 2 coming out. How, how are you feeling about this? Ooh, not great, honestly. I don't know. I, uh, the first Jurassic World, I've only seen it once, and that's when I saw it in theaters. And when I saw it, I thought it was fine. Like, I had a good time, but I don't know. I, I, I would agree. I liked act, it. I thought it was a decent action movie, but... I thought the third act was a little silly. Um, but, like, with all the commercials and trailers I've seen for this one, like, it it kind of seems like it's the plot of the second that's, one. That's what I've thought so far, so I'm curious to see if that's misleading or if that's exactly right. If it's misleading... I'm totally fine with that because if it's like completely different, then that's fine. It's new. It's something different. I'm, I'm totally open to that idea. But if it's just like the same thing, they take the dinosaurs off the Island yep. and then they escape. Yep. Like, that's we, exactly what it seems like. It seems right. like they trick Chris Pratt to getting to helping them take some off the Island. Right. Uh, Cause he thinks he's saving them from a volcano, which he probably is. I mean, there was a volcano in the trailer, right, but they're true. actually going to sell those on like a black market auction yeah i don't get with that like what are they gonna do with them I, like are who has gonna... the resources to keep a dinosaur as a pet right that's crazy and you have to have i mean this park can't even keep them as a pet <laughs> like what is one guy gonna do with a velociraptor like is he gonna be able to contain it i don't know maybe they'll get into that in this one i don't know I, maybe yeah we'll have to see but it seems like they escape and wreak havoc just like in uh jurassic park 2 that's right so, um, in honor, like we said, we're going to do uh, two dinosaurs uh, suggested by our friend Andrew Howell, and um, we'll see uh, what we can do here. So, Chris, uh, who who are you picking here in this fight? So, I have the Indominus Rex. Oh, the I-Rex. The I-Rex. Uh, that means fierce or untamable king. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I really like that name, actually. I thought it that was kind of cool. cool. It sounds really cool. It's not very subtle. No, it's not. It's like General Grievous from Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, but neither is like Tyrannosaurus Rex. I mean, uh, right there, you have the word tyranny. Yeah, okay, I understand. It's pretty It's pretty blatant. But they didn't name it that for a movie where the T-Rex is a bad guy. This is true. But uh, yeah, I like the name. I think it works. So he's, yeah. he's a genetic hybrid. He was, uh, I guess, created by... Ingen, the sign, the company that kind of does the science in Jurassic Park, but their chief scientist, Doctor Henry Wu. Oh, I gotta love Henry Wu. Yeah, and pff, I mean, you do love him in Jurassic Park because he's like the cool scientist giving the tour to everybody. He's like, it turns out he's kind old. of an evil jerk. Yeah, he's like all in it for the money. Yeah, he he um. So so basically, the way he came about is Jurassic World opens. Hey, dinosaurs, cool, but they they posit that in our modern world that would actually be boring to people. Do you remember that from after, the first from Jurassic after World? After a certain amount of time. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess after a certain amount of time, people could get bored with anything. But like live dinosaurs is pretty exciting to me. I don't know. I'll I'll offer you a real life example here. Okay. When the first Jurassic Park came out, everyone's mind was blown because they saw dinosaurs on the screen for the first time, and now people really don't care because they're like, I've seen dinosaurs on the screen already. Yeah, I, I see what you're getting at. 
all right. I guess eventually people get tired of the dinosaurs. So I, that's I what happened to Jurassic awesome. World. The the stockholders are like, we want more money, and they're like, okay, we have an idea. We'll make we'll start making genetic hybrids. They call up uh, good old Doctor Henry Wu, Henry Wu, and they're like, green light, make your hybrids. And he was apparently already interested in this because I think there's like a like a a quick line in one of the original Jurassic Parks about uh, they had to use frog DNA. In the first one, yeah. Yeah, which contributed to them being able to change gender since they, they only made males, was it? Or they only made females? They only made fe- uh, females. So apparently some frogs can change gender, and that's what some dinosaurs did to make to lay eggs in Jurassic Park. Yeah, it makes sense. So uh, apparently since then, he was all into uh, genetic uh, messing around. That's not the technical term. Gene gene mixing, <laughs> gene splicing. Yeah, sure. So um, he apparently Genetic also made <laughs> a hybrid plant at one point. That was his first uh, his first test. Made some hybrid plants. Then he gets the green light to make the dinosaur, and his immediate reaction is, "Oh, let's work with uh, this guy Vic Hoskins, who was played by um, Vince D'Onofrio. Vince D'Onofrio. Thank you. Is that is that his first name, Vince?" Uh, I think it is. Doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. I'll look it up. <laughs> anyway, Vic Hoskins' character in Jurassic World was like the military jerk who was like, "Hey, Chris Pratt, train these Velociraptors to be in Fallujah. If we had these babies, we would have eaten oh, yeah. all the bad guys. <laughs> Something like that." We had these babies in Tora Bora, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because he obviously doesn't pay attention at all to what those dinosaurs are capable of to realize that isn't a great usage of them. No, not at all. Basically, from watching, like, 10 seconds of the movie, anyone could be like, hey, I don't think they could do that. That is not a good idea. And sure enough, at the end, they do that. They use the uh, velociraptors to try to help hunt the uh, Indominus. Right. And then the Velociraptors just, like, turn on them yeah, and work with speak, the Indominus. Because it can speak Raptor. <laughs> oh, right, because yeah. that's one of its... Uh... That's one of its parts. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. let's just jump right into his parts then. So yeah, go for now it. Now you know Henry Wu, he's, on the, he's not quite on the up and up. He's making this as a weapon. He's putting in things that should not be in this dinosaur. He's not basically making a killing machine. So what's he put in? He puts it's in some Gigantosaurus. What's Gigantosaurus? Well, it's a big dinosaur. I mean, there's some were, more stuff pretty, about it. They were pretty blatant with their uh, their naming. Yeah, it had, yeah. had part Velociraptor, um, Carnotaurus. Uh, okay, here I have a whole list. I don't yeah. know what all they all what all of them are though. Majungasaurus, Carnotaurus. Carnotaurus ha- is um kind of the T Rex like two legged but has those two horns on its head. I think that's yeah. Carnotaurus. Uh, Rugops or Rugops? Rugops? Yep. I don't know. Therizinosaurus. Tyrannosaurus rex, which is apparently the main uh, gene. Velociraptor. Right. So that's most of its dinosaur pedigree. Although we still don't know if there's more. Like it, This isn't like the confirmed complete list. And then yeah. he gets some extra stuff. He gets cuttlefish DNA. That helps him camouflage and grow quickly. He gets tree frog. He gets pit viper. And then other unspecified animals. Yeah, there's a lot of um, ambiguity to the the species that they, make up the. They left Rex. it open in case they need to make up something in one of the sequels. I think you're right. They could be like, "Oh, he also had uh, fish DNA, and he and, survived mm-hmm. when that right. whale fish ate him." And, and when he was underwater, he could still breathe. <laughs> yeah, and he swam to New York City to appear in the climactic final battle of Fallen Kingdom. I swear to God, if that happens. <laughs> If we predict that, that'll be one of our best predictions. That would, that would be one of the best predictions we've ever had. Yeah. So I'll put the, right, that one right up above uh, Super Bowl overtime prediction. I totally agree with you on that one. <laughs> All right. So, um, look, that's good background for um, Indominus. And then I'll yeah. tell you some more of his abilities when we start the fight. Okay, cool. So uh, the pick that I'm going with is uh, what's called Devil Dinosaur, which I'm going to abbreviate as Devil Dino. Uh, I'll what allow is, it. What is Devil Dino, you might be asking? Uh, it's part of a Marvel comic book. Is it in the MCU? No. So you probably never heard of it. Never heard of it. You're, unless you're a diehard uh, Marvel fan here. So Devil Dinosaur, easiest way to uh, summarize him is he looks like a red Tyrannosaurus Rex. Agreed. 
like bright red T-Rex. And so what happens is Devil Dinosaur, he lives on a in a parallel universe uh, on a planet called Dinosaur World, which obviously was named by the humans on our planet and not the people that lived on Dinosaur World. What did the people on Dinosaur World call their own planet? That I have no idea. Again, not very subtle. Yeah, not very subtle. Very on the nose. When it, when it comes to naming dinosaurs, yeah, it's very on the nose. So what happens is when when he was a young Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex, he was green. He was not red. He was like the traditional, you know, greenish looking color. Well, I, I've never seen a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I don't. I'm not sure what color they are. You ever seen Jurassic Park? But uh, well, I mean that's fictional. Oh, uh, uh, okay. No, wait, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll take your word for it. He was green. Okay. They were green. Okay, Got yeah. it. So he was green. And what happened was um, there was there's like a on this dinosaur world there's a whole bunch of like dinosaurs and also like native like humanoids living together. And there was a tribe called the Killer Folk. And right on the nose yet again, <laughs> they uh, they tried spoiler killing a uh, devil dinosaur by burning him alive. Why would they? Why would they do that? That's what they uh, they wanted to do. Was I he guess just a baby. They, yeah, he he was a young devil dinosaur. So a young was he, was he mean? Was he like eating their little sheep or whatever? I, I don't think so. I think he was just different. <gasps> yeah, from from my research, he was just different. They 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 really didn't like him. Didn't get along with him. So they they, they burned him, and the exposure to this fire activated a mutation, which gave Devil Dino great powers. Um, that are well above those of his species. Like, in, for some reason, it gave him advanced intelligence and, like, advanced strength. And it also turned his skin from an olive green color to the flame red. Thus, that's where he gets the nickname Devil Dino from, because now, since he's that, you know, reddish color, he kind of resembles the devil a little bit there. Huh. And then, so that's basically his origins. And then the rest of this comic book run, there's just basically, like, all these hijinks that ensue. That allows him to just kind of get transported to our universe. And, like, he has all these things that happen on Earth. And then he'll, sometimes he'll get transported back to dinosaur world. Like, there's a lot of things that allow him to tr- uh, transfer back and forth. Like, sometimes, like, Pym particles are involved from uh, Hank Pym, the Ant-Man. Sometimes S.H.I.E.L.D. gets involved with it. Uh, a, a lot of a lot of different things happen that just kind of allows him to come to our land and go back and forth and back and forth. But um, that's basically the origins of this devil dino. So just imagine this fire red Tyrannosaurus Rex that has like a distrust for humans because of uh, what they did to him. I don't blame him. And for some reason, that fire gave him um, advanced durability, super strength, above normal intelligence. Um, kind of, you know, it must have been some kind of mystical fire that those humanoids had on Dinosaur World. But so, is he afraid of feeling. fire now, Steve? Or does I he would, like it? I would say he likes it. I would say that he has kind of like embraced it, kind of like Batman. Yeah, like his, he embraced his fears. He embraced his fear, exactly. So, and it, it's it's a part of him now. I mean, he is like a devil dino. So that's uh that's him in a nutshell. A uh, quick question: We're in an eggshell. <laughs> not sure if you're gonna know. Um, when I looked him up on Wikipedia, it shows uh one of the comic book covers, uh-huh. and there appears to be a, a monkey riding him. Do you know anything yeah, about so, that? So I'm gonna save that for my fun facts. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Later on. Okay. Yep. All right. So, uh, man, I wonder what would happen if the Devil Dino fought the uh, Indominus Rex. You know what, Chris? I've been thinking that since January. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I, I, I did a little, you know, quick research on Devil Dino. I think you're kind of outmatched. You think so? You want to you hear about uh, Indominus Rex? Let's see your pitch. All right. Look. He's a genetically engineered killing machine. He doesn't have okay. magical fire mutations. No. Here's what he can do that we know. Okay. He might have other magical powers they make up later. Okay. Um, running up to at speeds up to 30 miles an hour. Okay. That's pretty good for a giant that's, dinosaur. So, so that, I think that's the. I think that was the assumed speed of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay. That sounds right. And devil devil dinosaur is also a Tyrannosaurus Rex. All right. So they could just 
So they can run about the same speed. All right. All right. All right. Fine. 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 Um, extremely tough skin. So okay. in Jurassic World, he gets shot yeah. with a minigun from a helicopter. Yes. And an indirect hit from a rocket launcher. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and and he the rocket launch like bothered him, but right. he did not die. No, he didn't even seem to like really even have any wounds I don't think from he really it. Cared. Yeah, and then he he ate all those guys that came to kill him. And actually, they came to capture him at that point. They weren't even trying to kill him. They really weren't. Yeah, because they were like, "Oh, he's an investment. Save him." Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I think we should also mention that we're pretty sure the Indominus Rex is a female, so we should use the proper pronouns. Okay. Okay. Yes, yeah. I think yeah they do they do refer to it as a female. Yeah. Um, has a couple examples of her, of her strength from Jurassic World. Um, si- single claw swipes can incapacitate other dinosaurs. Um, was able to kill a giant apatos- uh, an apatosaurus, which is a pretty big dinosaur. Would, the apatosaurus is which that's the long neck. No, uh, I don't think so. Oh yes, it is. Sorry, yeah. I mean, that's pretty easy, I feel. Wait, to kill one of those things? They're huge. Yeah, but I feel like Devil Dino could do that. Uh, I'm sure it could eventually, but like... Because, well, because, like, it's, it's, a, it's a carnivore, or not a carnivore, excuse me, it's a herbivore, so it's not really, um... Right, it's not fighting it, back, but it's like, right, it's, it's not, not like you're gonna just, like, scratch it and kill it. Like, Indominus, like, killed it in a couple swipes, because I'm pretty think, sure my claws are bigger than yours. Like, you have, like, standard T-Rex little stub arms. And I have um, the forelimbs of a Therizinosaurus, including opposable thumbs, which they don't know where they came from. Yeah, I, I, maybe maybe it's also part human. I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, if they put some human DNA in that thing, that is very messed up. That was actually the original plot of Jurassic Park 4. What was that, that they made human dinosaur hybrids? Uh yeah, you uh, later on you can Google it and there's like concept Ugh. art for it. It looks really stupid. That sounds worse than uh, George Lucas's plan for epi- Star Wars Episode Seven through Nine. Oh, did you read that? Yes. <laughs> I'm uh, like, people should be thankful that that did not happen. No, I am. I agree. Like that would have been so dumb. It was basically like midi chlorians on steroids. Yeah, exactly. It was like it was like sentient midi chlorians oh, that like so influenced everything that happened in the galaxy. Yeah. And they're yeah, called thank- wills. Uh, well, that has to do with the Journal of the Wills, which uh, is in Rogue One. Wait, that's in like Rogue the guard- One? like the Guardians of the Force, the, the Journal of the Wills, the Church of the Wills. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, it, that, that's been in part of Star Wars lore since um, the original Star Wars, because it was like originally called like the the um, the journey of uh, the story of Luke Starkiller told as told by the Journal of the. Were the Wills always tiny little microscopic organisms? Yeah, it was just called the Journal of the Wills. Like, no one really knew what it was until oh. Rogue One made a canon that it was like a church or something, like like an off branch of like the Force. Oh, well, George Lucas wanted it to be little tiny, yeah, Force using things. Yeah, he's going crazy. <sighs> okay. Anywho, sorry. Anyway, so I've got I've got large forelimbs with long claws. Okay, you have long because claws. of my Therizinosaurus DNA. Yeah. Okay, and yes, I'm a hundred percent sure I'm saying that right. If there's any paleontologists listening to this, you probably say it wrong. So I want to go. I want to go back to um, you talking about like tough skin. Okay, sure. Yep. Which you brought up. I mean, Devil Dino. I'd say his skin is probably just as tough, if not tougher, than the Indominus Rex. I mean, his his cannot. He was burnt alive, and it did not like cause any harm to him whatsoever so he's fireproof like he at was least. he was able to to sustain that i mean if you're if your skin is fireproof that's that's pretty tough skin yes i agree but i mean is it bulletproof i mean i i don't know if anyone's Has he ever, ever been shot? shot with a gun i don't think so but i mean it's possible <laughs> I, I have no idea okay i mean i will i will concede that under powers and abilities it's a proof so have you, I'm assuming you read all the Devil Dino co- comics in preparation for this episode. Oh, absolutely! Did I stopped he... by the lo- stopped by um, and what's what's the place in the mall called? Uh, uh, level uh, up, level up. Thank you. Yeah, I, I stopped by Level Up last week. Okay, good. The, the Was yeah. he ever shot at with a gun? 
specifically the GEM-134 minigun? No. Well, that's a pretty big gun, so... Six-barreled machine guns shooting a 7.62 by 51-millimeter NATO rounds. Impressive. It's impressive. 2,000 to 6,000 rounds per minute. Oh, it's it's very impressive. Used in the Vietnam War. Also, (laughs) Terminator 2 and Predator. You got me there. Mounted on the JW-001 helicopter at uh, Jurassic World. True. And somehow they got they were in a helicopter and they still got killed. They were really bad pilots. Yeah. All the birds I, I just I just uh Yeah. From a helicopter, man. They should have had they should <laughs> Okay, okay, let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> uh Indominus Rex, really big teeth. I mean coming from like T Rex. So I mean yeah, you probably T Rex teeth too, right. We're 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 I feel like we're very even here. Uh, strong bites, bite force, also from a T-Rex. Yeah. Um, he was able to crush that uh, little glass like car thing that the two yeah. kids were in. Yeah, that comes from it. a T-Rex, too. Think and, of the T-Rex in the first Jurassic Park and the second Jurassic Park. I mean, they're able to break apart pieces of cars and with glass and metal, no problem. All right. I'm just I'm just giving some examples, Steve. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I'm not sorry. That's what this, fight's up. That's what this show's <laughs> about, damn it. Um, so, the the large size is uh, supposedly from the Gigantosaurus, a big dinosaur. That's why they call it that. Yeah. Uh, I think they say in the movie that it'll, it would she would be 50 feet long when she's full grown. Okay. But that's actually bigger than Gigantosaurus would get, so they don't know why it'd get so big. That might be one of the uh, unknown mm-hmm. species that's that's thrown in there. Yep. So then uh, that's, that's pretty much all of its uh, special dinosaur DNA. Okay. The tree frog DNA. Let's it um, hide its thermal signature. So that's why he that, was hidden from the uh, heat or the the thermal camera. Right. That is impressive. Not going to lie. And he can detect thermal signatures because of his pit viper DNA. Okay. Uh, the velociraptor DNA supposedly gave him intelligence and the ability to communicate with velociraptors, which is important to the plot. Um... So, for example, intelligence, the way she escapes, she makes them think she already escaped by, like, clawing and then hiding. Mm-hmm. So that they then, uh, what do they do? They go in to look for her, and then they she pops like, up, they think, and they're they like, oh, I escaped. guess we got to open the door now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the humans in there were not And she smart. got her tracking implant yes. out. Yeah, Which, how she would she even know what that was? She was smart. I that mean, seems I'm like a stretch, but she was, But she was smart. And then uh, because it was raised in captivity, it kills for sport. Right. Chris Pratt has a couple lines about it. Like, she's learning her place in the food chain, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, eats other dinosaurs. Fights the T-Rex. Carnivore. Definitely a carnivore. So let's look at this here with the, with, with the devil dinosaur, okay? So the devil dinosaur, he... Uh, has advanced intelligence, okay. okay, and he's also the same species as one of your species that makes up the Indominus Rex. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Indominus Rex has the ability to communicate. So does the Dino uh, Devil. I just sent you a picture. I don't know if it came through on your phone. Um, oh, that's what that was, probably. But there is a. There, I mean, there are comic strips in which the devil dino is clearly indicating that he speaks English or egg language. Steve. Yes. Wait, let me read what he's saying real quick. Okay. Can I can I read you his quote here? Yeah, go ahead. Read he the seems quote. to be saying, you must understand that I am older than humanity, older even than monkeys. I am an authentic prehistoric citizen of the planet Earth. I was here before you, do you see? I knew this world before the jabber of your monkey language, the clanking of your wheels, and the noise of your electronics. And he's saying this while wearing, I don't know, what appears to be like a European coat and holding a revolver and a glass of wine. That is correct. What? Do you know what's going on in this picture? So this is the devil dino. He's going crazy here because, (laughs) and and, and this, this kind of relates to this fight too, okay? So... We can we can imagine that this fight is taking place within a Jurassic World world where you know the 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 Indominus Rex does exist and the Indominus Rex is like the mega dinosaur to ever have walked this earth. 
Devil Dino sees the Indominus Rex as a threat because, you know, InGen and um, the Masrani group in Jurassic World are promoting the Indominus Rex as, you know, the greatest dinosaur ever and, you know, the biggest meat-eating machine to ever walk the earth. And Devil Dino's seen this, and Devil Dino's like, nah, this, this is, this is not the way it is. I'm, I'm here in this universe when it comes to dinosaurs. So the Devil Dino sees the Indominus Rex as a threat. So he's going to do whatever he has to do in order to, to get it taken care of and, and get rid of the Indominus Rex. Now, the Devil Dino can communicate, and I think it's fair to say that the Devil Dino could communicate with the Indominus Rex. I don't see why not. I mean, the Devil Dino can speak English. Oh, absolutely. So if he can speak English, he can speak Tyrannosaurus Seas? Yeah, I mean, we know the the Irex can speak can speak to Velociraptors, so I'm pretty sure he can speak to Tyrannosaurus Rex. Right. So so he 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 can communicate with the Indominus Rex. Um, you know, he's going to taunt the Indominus Rex. I mean, he's going to just trash talk him. He's going to be like, "Oh, you don't have a mom. You were born in a lab." <laughs> really to try to get like the Indominus Rex riled up here. Oh, you're not going to want to do that. I mean, that's what, that's what he's going to do. He's going to be like, you know, nobody loves you. You don't have a mom. Your mom is just like this little, like, Dr. Wu guy who doesn't really love you. He's just making you to make money for Verizon because that's who sponsors you. Oh, there that's were so many true. sponsors in Jurassic World. That, I forgot that's what, about that, that. That's, that's what he would say. He would say, your your true mother is Verizon. And the Indominus Rex is so stupid that it's not going to know, like, really what that means. Well, but, that's not stupid. It just never learned that. Well, you know, if it's smart, you know, you'd hope that it would know who its true mother is. It was it was raised in captivity. Yeah, but I mean, there were Verizon signs <laughs> splattered all over the place. So you'd think that the Indominus Rex would see it and be like, so oh, this is If anything, it would probably worship Verizon as a god. <laughs> which is a shame. Which just shows how stupid it is. But anyway, so... That image I showed you, and we can include this image in the show notes, shows the uh, the devil dino here, like what you mentioned, with a revolver and with alcohol. Right. So, so I'm I'm not going to use the revolver here, Chris. I'm not going to use it because, like you've mentioned, the the Indominus Rex can withstand like a nuclear bomb. Basically, it's it, it's pretty tough. So I'm going to go with the object in my other hand, the wine. I'm going to try to get the Indominus Rex drunk. How, how could you Rex, possibly do that? So the Indominus Rex, you said, is a, uh, is a hunter, right? Hunts for sport. So, well, yes. so, yeah. so, so in this image that I have here with the, with the d- devil dino, he seems to be like a socialite. Like he likes to, to go around, like he likes to party. Like the way he's dressed, it kind of looks like he's, he's able to integrate into society. It does seem like that. I agree. So... So what he's going to do is he's going to go to a party and he's going to get everybody hammered. I mean, he's just going to have so much alcohol. It's just wait, 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 hold up, hold up, real quick. He's going to go to a party with other humans. Correct. And they're not going to be afraid of a red Tyrannosaurus Rex. No. Okay. I'm on board with this. I just wanted to clarify. Yeah, just just wanted to make sure here. Okay. So he's going to he's going to go and he's going to get them all hammered. How's he going to do this? Is he like? Did he bring alcohol? Is he making special mixed drinks or? Uh, he, he's bringing the alcohol and he's also making the mixed drinks, but he's not he's like, like uh, bl- it's not a Bill Cosby scenario. He's not like drugging people. No, he's not drugging people at all. He's just trying to get them drunk Okay. because what he's going to do is once they're all basically blacked out, he's going to lure the Indominus Rex in and he's hoping here that the Indominus Rex is going to try to oh. eat as many of these people as the Indominus Rex can. Now the Indominus Rex, I mean, it's a hunter, like, like Chris Pratt says, it hunts for sport. I mean, but it's all, it also needs to eat here. So right. yep. the Indominus Rex is going to eat a lot of these bodies, and it's also going to consume that alcohol that is coming from the bodies here. So in turn, let's I, I got to use it here, Chris. If A equals B and B equals C. Steve, I was thinking that the whole time. We, uh, we're going to have the Indominus Rex get drunk. Because Via it was the transitive property. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking here. All right. Um, so I don't have many defenses. Rex- I have one. The Indominus Rex is drunk, and that's going to be a perfect opportunity for the uh, Devil Dino to possibly get into a position where it could, like, push it off a ledge, depending where the party's happening. Lure it near a Mosasaurus. That's exactly what I was thinking. Maybe this party's happening at SeaWorld. (laughs) I mean, that would make it so easy. 
All right, a couple of things. Is the devil dino not drinking then? Are you not? Is he not drinking anything? No, 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 no. He's not. He's not drinking. He's just. Ha- he just basically has it in his hand, and he's kind of like making he's like it pretending look like he's to drinking from it. Yeah, he's just pretending to. Oh, that's really shady. That's like a. That's. It's a I little... mean, if he. I mean, he could take like a sip or two just to convince other people to drink it. But I mean, the the the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex here, the devil dinosaur, is so large that one glass of wine. That's what I was gonna say. Have you done any like back of the envelope calculate calculations how much it would take to get a Tyrannosaurus drunk? Uh, I, I can I can check real quick. I don't think I'm gonna find anything. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's say the Indominus Rex. Is, oh, its its weight is unknown. Uh, well, let's give it a T Rex's weight or something. What are you What are you looking up? Uh, so I typed in T Rex alcohol consumption. Uh, all right, <laughs> and, that was a bold. And I came up with uh, Urban Dictionary. Which there's a, a term called doing the T Rex, which is puking so extremely loudly as to sound like a T Rex, usually as a result of excessive alcohol consumption. Used in a sentence, where's Jake at? He just downed his tenth shot of tequila and now he's in the bathroom doing the T Rex. And Jake is going, Rah! Okay. That's a little unrelated. I was just surprised that when I typed in T-Rex alcohol consumption, I actually had something that had to do with a T-Rex and alcohol consumption. That's why I was so surprised. Actually, I was really surprised, too. So yeah. so for a T-Rex weight, you're looking at 13,000 to 32,000 pounds. So mm-hmm. I think because the Indominus is big, we have to we have to look on the pick the high end of that. Okay. And then a uh, quick, quick Google search showed that... So, so three drinks normally... Would get you to the the legal drinking li- limit of point zero eight, okay. But uh, as a rough guide, every twenty pounds of body mass reduces the blood alcohol content by point zero one for each drink you take. Okay. So let's say let's say if three drinks, oh, this is going to be very difficult. If three drinks is point zero eight, but every twenty pounds reduces that by point zero one. Oh my gosh! I don't have the math skills to do this on the fly. I'm gonna randomly put numbers in the calculator, and I'm probably gonna be totally wrong. So if you weighed thirty thousand pounds, okay. Uh, how's the best way to do this? Do you just want want to not even go with that twenty pound? <laughs> yes. Well, okay, I mean, okay, that's a good idea. So if it takes, gonna, let's say it takes a two hundred pound person anyway, three but... drinks to get drunk. Okay. So how should, so 200, oh my goodness. So, so I got to write this down. <laughs> so if, if you're 200 pounds. Okay. And that takes three drinks. Yeah. So if you were 32,000 pounds, <laughs> that would take, one second, I'll, I'll just pump that in. I'm actually going to use the, the number 30,000 to make things nice and round here. That's good. That's... 450 drinks. So approximately 450 drinks to get to get Indominus Rex drunk. I think that's perfect. So how? I mean, that's a lot because, of people at the party. He'd have to eat. But but, but think so. So like, think of like an average wedding. An average wedding has a, what like 120 people. Sure. Yeah. If every person has a drink, if every person has three drinks at the wedding, yeah, that's 300. That's 360 drinks. I mean, then the Indominus Rex has to eat 120 people though. Yeah, but but don't think of it as like in terms of people. Think of it in terms of like amount of like weight of meat. Because like if he were to eat like a brachiosaurus or something along those lines, I mean that is a substantial amount. All right, hold on. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna bother eating like 120 drunk people, and they're gonna be running away. I don't think so, Chris. They're drunk. They're not gonna be running away. Well, I mean, even a drunk person would run from a dinosaur, unless you're Bill Cosbying them. All right, a T Rex could eat 500 pounds in one bite i mean i'm not saying he couldn't eat that many i'm just saying it'd be hard to eat 120 people moving they're not going to be moving they're going to be crawling <laughs> and they're going to be doing the I, t-rex because they're so drunk <laughs> all right there, there's there's one other thing i, I want to bring up that that might not work so okay. i also sent you a picture did you, i emailed it to you did you get the picture i sent you I did. It's 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 a great it's a great uh, scene here from the from the hit Jurassic World. Yes, and it features an explosion. Yes, and the Indominus Rex is not looking at it. Not whatsoever, because, because cool guys don't look at explosions. Cool guys don't look at explosions. So, this party would have to be cool for him to go. 
He wouldn't go to an uncool party. <laughs> okay. Like a SeaWorld party with a red T-Rex getting people too drunk to move? That's that's a little sketchy. He might okay. not go to that. Okay, wait. So so you're saying that the Indominus Rex is cool because he's not looking at that explosion. Yeah, that's that's established in uh in a song called Cool okay. Guys Don't Look at Explosions. Okay. Now if I'm if I'm not correct, and Chris, please correct me if I'm wrong. Does the song say cool Indominus Rexes don't look at explosions? No. It says cool guys. And as we established, Indominus Rex is female. Uh well well in that sense, guys could just mean the general term to mean humans. Which the Indominus Rex is. Well, not. well, as we were said earlier, there's a chance they put some human DNA in. Okay. So by the transitive property, <laughs> the Indominus Rex is a cool guy. I think that's the first time you ever pulled the, the transitive property. It is. Usually it's you just uh, <laughs> trying to prove that I'm wrong using it. Yeah, but now you're actually good at the transitive property and you use it correctly, and I'm proud of you. So. Uh, thanks, Chris. I wanted to just, you know, hit you back <laughs> with a taste of your own medicine. Ooh, I hate when it, because now I'm like, ooh, he's right. <laughs> if, we're, if we're using the transitive property. So, yeah, he is very right. basically, if your party is cool enough, he will okay. come. And if you can get over 120 people drunk enough to not be able to run away from a dinosaur eating them, your plan might work. I don't think the people would realize that a, a Tyrannosaurus or a dinosaur like was coming. Like They'd probably be so hammered that they have I no idea. I think they would realize was. after a couple people were eaten by it. Like, whoa, look what happened, Jamie. Steve, you must hang out with, like, the drunkest people. Oh. <laughs> I went to my friend's bachelor party a couple weekends ago in Ocean City, Maryland. I'll tell you, that was a sight to see. They they could have seen a dinosaur and been like, eh, too drunk to run away. Well, one of my friends was also quoting Jurassic Park <laughs> while we... I'm sure you can guess who. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they would be like, whoa, it's a dinosaur. That's pretty cool. Uh, even when their friends were eaten in front of their eyes, they wouldn't. They wouldn't believe what's happening. They think that they're not really seeing what they're seeing. <laughs> All right, I, I, we might have to agree to disagree on this one. I think we so, might have to. Uh, it, in my opinion, it's a far-fetched plan. It's not bad. It's. it's I mean, possible. It's, it's it's what it's what he's going to have to do. Uh, something else I want to add here is that Devil Dino does have some experience going up. A uh, a fiction that might might seem more uh, physically powerful than Devil Dinosaur. Uh, there was a, a, an incident that happened uh, in which um, Devil Dinosaur got uh, sent to Earth, and he fought Godzilla. Oh, I saw something about that. That sounded interesting. Yeah. So was so, that also apparently there was something else I read that was like some people ended up somewhere where they were filming a devil dinosaur movie. Did you see yeah, that? Yes. So there was the, yeah. There was another thing that was happening. Yeah. They, they, like, th this comic book is like super meta. It seems like it's kind of like a Deadpool. Like it's just kind of making fun of comics, except not as raunchy as uh, as Deadpool. But um, yeah, they were like in in the devil dinosaur world. Like they were filming a devil dinosaur movie in like our world and like devil dinosaur uh like was at the um the shoot it was called devil dinosaur the movie <laughs> and and like while the movie's being filled godzilla shows up yes okay it was a little hard to follow yeah godzilla shows up and there was a uh, a giant robot devil dinosaur that was used for the film and Godzilla fights the robot devil dinosaur. <laughs> Not the real devil dinosaur. Not the real devil dinosaur. But there was something else, though, I feel. I, I remember reading that he did fight the real devil dinosaur. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I, so, I can't. I mean, you're just arguing this for dinosaur fighting experience? Yeah, just, just devil, dinosaur fighting experience. And also, I mean, going up against... I mean, that's Godzilla. I mean, he's like... Yeah, the king. You know, he's the god. That's why he's called Godzilla. Right. Uh, that's that'd be a good. That'd be good. Uh, I mean, that'd be a good good practice. Um, 
I, Irex does have dinosaur fighting experience, also including fighting a T Rex. Um, I think it's fair to say he beat the T Rex. I but agree. Then the uh, Velociraptors kind of distracted him, and then the Mosasaurus ate him. Yes. So one on one, it seems like an, an Irex beats a T Rex. Uh, I guess we just have to point out though that your the devil dino is more powerful than a T Rex, so we don't know how much more. Right. It's actually kind of funny. The Wikipedia page for Devil Dino says he has superhuman strength, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's a T Rex. A normal T Rex has superhuman strength." I know it's kind of a step down. Yeah, I mean that's not that strong. Right. That's, that's... like Godzilla having superhuman strength. <laughs> like, oh wow. Yeah, like every dinosaur has superhuman strength. Right. And then it also his other ability is above normal intelligence. <laughs> yeah, he's like. But that's like fifty percent of humans have above normal intelligence. I mean, he can communicate, and like Qui Gon no, said, I mean, the ability to communicate does not make you intelligent. But that is selling him a little short. Like he seems pretty smart. Yes, he does seem. I mean, he's able to to get dressed up and hold a revolver. I mean, and, just uh, that. I mean, it looks like he has opposable thumbs, but just it kind of does. Maybe the he doesn't have like he has like three little stubby fingers. Yes, that I would agree with. And the the Adominus also has opposable thumbs, and, and they, they don't know doors. why. They don't know where he got that from. I mean. Like, the raptors were able to do stuff with their hands in, like, the first couple of Jurassic Park movies. True, yes. Maybe maybe he got it from the raptor. Uh, sure. Yeah, his yeah. hands are a lot inspired by the... Oh, I, lost, I, I scrolled past it. Because I was saying about his claws. Oh, where is it? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I lost it. There was something about where he got... Oh, uh... The Therizin, the Therizinosaurus, the one I proper, properly pronounce 100%. Okay. Uh, long, sickle-shaped claws. Those are from the Therizinosaurus. But that dinosaur didn't have an opposable thumb, so they're like, oh, I don't know. He has the all the claws plus an opposable thumb somehow. Right. Basically, they were like really good at gene editing. They got like all the stuff they wanted. Oh, they did, they did a phenomenal job. Like, like, were there any mistakes where they accidentally made like a little like cuttlefish with like sharp teeth before they got it right sure i'm sure the indominus rex did not happen right away they definitely had to work their way i want to watch a movie about all the attempts to make him (laughs) jurassic world uh science class (laughs) i'd watch that they could do like a bill nye episode or something so all right do you have anything else for your uh for your devil dino uh nothing i uh, just going into fun facts yeah i don't i don't really have anything else either yeah um so i did want to point out the indomit the um jurassic park wiki uh, does say some things about what happened to the indominus after it was eaten and i don't know how they know it because they never showed it in the movie is it with its skeleton on the bottom yes. of the ocean? Yeah. So I think that's in the tra- one of the trailers for the new one. Oh, interesting. But how they know that that's the skeleton? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious how they know. Yeah. So what I, what it is is yeah. Apparently there's a submarine pilot exploring the lagoon, and finds the skeleton of the Indominus Rex. So I wonder how long afterwards this take this takes place. Yeah. Because how long would it take for all that like it's a clean skeleton yep oh yeah it is it is just bones so it, it either needed all like uh disintegrated or come off of it or the other animals picked at it in the in the lagoon i don't know yeah just thought that was interesting yeah that is poor guy so something i wanted to mention that you uh alluded to earlier was uh the sidekick of moon boy oh i yeah i saw that in devil dino's wiki page yeah so there's this character, uh, its name is Moon Boy, and it's basically like Devil Dinosaur's uh, sidekick. And what it was is it's a, um intelligent, fur-covered, ape-like humanoid, and he was part of the small folk tribe, where the other one that hurt Devil Dinosaur was the killer folk tribe. And um, Wait, sorry, what was his name? What was his tribe? The Small Folk. Okay. Which makes sense because he's tiny. I'm telling you. Right so they the were just very descriptive. Yeah. I mean, I, it seems like when they wrote this comic, they were just like, I don't know. We got to do something new. <laughs> Let's have a bunch of small folk who find the killer folk who try to kill a dinosaur. 
so what happens is Devil Dinosaur, uh, he comes across, uh, or excuse me, uh, Moon Boy comes across Devil Dinosaur uh, when he when he's being burned, and he basically uh, cared for it and uh, helped him out, and uh, he was like ostracized from his uh, his small folk clan because he was like associated with the devil. And uh, he was basically kicked out. So it, Moon Boy and Devil Dinosaur kind of were very similar. Like they, like they didn't feel like they belonged anywhere. So they kind of had a relationship that uh, formed because of them both feeling like they didn't fit. And uh, I mean, basically, like they just went on a whole bunch of excursions with each other, and everything Devil Dinosaur did, Moon Boy was there also. Like with uh, the, the Godzilla incident and transferring like back and forth from like our world to the dinosaur world he was always there and um yeah like he he's just kind of like i guess you could say like rocket and groot to an extent <laughs> they're just kind of like uh partners so that i mean it's like i said it just kind of looks like an ape like it's nothing like fancy or anything like that like it doesn't really look like a human dress as an ape it just kind of looks like an ape and it just has that nickname of uh of moon boy Oh, and then one other thing I found while I was researching uh, Tyrannosaurus alcohol consumption, which the jury's still out on that one. <laughs> um, so I found this article that I clicked, and it was very interesting because it was called uh, "Why or you, you are drinking dinosaur pee every day, and here's why." So they were basically, I, I kind of skimmed over it real quick, and they're just kind of going like, uh, like water consumption and like liquid waste coming out of uh, animals. And um, basically saying that, um, you know, like if you pee, it can go into like water streams or something and it's part of the water cycle. And they were saying how dinosaurs were alive, you know, much longer than humans ever have been thus far. So it's definitely possible that, you know, you are drinking dinosaur pee every day and you might not even know it. Oh, or maybe I do know it and I enjoy it. I do it on purpose. Hey, maybe. I mean, if you enjoy a little uh, kickback of some stegosaurus urine, go for it. <laughs> well, that that was like a plot point in the third Jurassic Park movie. I don't know if you remember that or not. Drinking dra- drinking dinosaur urine? Not really drinking dinosaur urine, but um, one of the main characters in that movie, uh, he gets Tyrannosaurus Rex pee because he wants to bring it back and like study it. Oh. I don't think he ever drinks it. That'd be pretty gross. Okay then. Yeah. So that's that's all I have. Uh, like with Devil Dinosaur, there's really not anything. Like I, I, I literally was trying to find some fun facts to share, and there's really nothing with him <laughs> at all. Um, he's kind of obscure. Yeah, he's uh, not really in anything. Like he, he's in like a couple episodes of like some animated TV shows uh, for Marvel. Uh, he was in a show called Hulk and the Agents of Smash. Uh, he was also in... There's, like, currently a Guardians of the Galaxy TV show that's that's going on. And apparently he was in that TV show in the Collector's Zoo. There's, like, a scene when they go to see the Collector. And you can see him in the background. Um, but, like, he hasn't been in the MCU or anything. Hey, maybe one day. I mean, if they could make Ant-Man popular, I'm sure. Old Dino uh, spinoff. I'd like to see Dino Devil make his debut. Yeah, me too. Maybe in the next Avengers. The triple, the triple D. They're running the low on Dino debut. Running low on characters for the Avengers four. So, yeah, they might need to bring him in. It's going to be Ant Man, Hawkeye, and Dino Devil. Save <laughs> the day. Great. I think I think it's the ultimate uh, team up right there. <laughs> uh, would you like to know some uh, Jurassic World interesting facts? Ooh, sure. Um, well, did you know that Jurassic Park, the original, is one of Chris Pratt's favorite films? Is it really? I love the the first Jurassic Park's in my top ten of all time. I I like it a lot. Also, he saw it on opening day. Oh wow! And, and uh, I think it came out in nineteen ninety three. That's correct. I think it did. Um, I actually have a a fun fact about Jurassic Park. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not. So, uh, Steven Spielberg he filmed Jurassic Park in Hawaii. And then, and this is in, I think, like early 93 or or late 92. And then he left and went to Poland. So, like, the post-production of Jurassic Park was still going on. And he went to Poland to direct Schindler's List. So, he would, like, basically direct Schindler's List during the day. And then he would do, like, video conferences at night going through the editing process 
Jurassic Park. Two, like, very different movies. And then they both came out within, like, the same year. Like, I think they were all up for this, like, uh, the same Oscars, the same Oscar nominations. Interesting. No, I never heard that before. Yeah. So he said it was, like, very, you know, he was doing, like, a super depressing movie about the Holocaust. And then he'd have to, like, go on the phone and do some video chats about, you know, dinosaurs running wild and whatnot. Huh. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I love the first one and I'm glad Chris Pratt really enjoys it too. It probably makes it easier for him to, uh, do the Jurassic World films if he really likes the source material. I would think he also made a joke about it in the season two Parks and Rec, uh, DVD. He made a behind the scenes video where he pretends to get a, a text from Steven Spielberg about being cast in Jurassic Park four. Really? And that was apparently before he was cast in Jurassic Park four. I never knew that. Um, also, the uh, the motorcycle he has in Jurassic World, they let him keep it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. He, he deserves it. Um, another little fact about the name Indominus Rex. So I said it meant fierce or untamed king. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, that was they actually made a spelling mistake. That would that would be the Latin for Indomitus with a T. Huh. But Indominus can be considered like a, a Latin word that would be by combining the words negation and dominus, meaning without master. Okay. So it could mean without a master, which kind of so also untamable. applies. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, also, did you know there's a fan theory that Chris Pratt's character is the grown-up boy from the original Jurassic Park? Oh, uh, the grown-up Tim? Yes. I guess the only thing is that he just doesn't have the same name. That's very true. Um, so the the evidence people point to is that uh, Chris Pratt's character has like the understanding of pack hunting that Dr. Grant used to talk about. Okay. And also his willingness to work with the rapper, raptors and uh, respect them, which is also something Grant talked about. Okay. The original actor who played Tim, his name's Whit Hartford, he said he dismissed the idea and said, guys like me don't grow up to look like Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> i know um i'm actually i do remember this is that in the original jurassic park remember when uh alan grant is at like the digging site and he's like picking on that little kid in the very beginning yeah oh you know what is that the kid that's the kid the theory's about not the main boy okay i've heard i have heard that theory which that would be an awesome theory if that was true so that, w- that would actually check out because that kid's name's not Tim. Like, we don't know what his name is. Right. So his name could have been Owen, for all we know. Could have been. That's canon. I'm making a head canon <laughs> right now. That kid is Owen Grady. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, that's what they should have done. That would have that that been really cool. Um, that's all my fun facts. There's a ton of facts, but uh, those are my favorite ones. Have you ever read the Jurassic Park book? No, I haven't. And I've heard it's really good and not it's different from the movie, but I never read it. I have a copy of it if you ever want to borrow it. It's uh it's it's like really really good and there's there's a part in it actually where they talk about making genetically modified dinosaurs. So, it's actually like the fourth movie's kind of taking ideas from the book there. I did see uh, some facts about that actually. Yeah, cuz like in the book like Dr. Wu says like oh we need we can make dinosaurs that are scarier and more frightening and you know bring more of a thrill to the park and to the guests. And it's kind of cool that they they did use that portion from the book uh for the fourth one. But I like I like the whole idea of the fourth one. I just don't know if it was executed the way I would have liked it to. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, like, I had yeah. fun when I watched it, so. Yeah, I agree. I liked it better than uh, The Last Jedi. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait, we were talking about the before we started recording, weren't we? We were. So now it just seems like I randomly brought that up. You uh, you still have a... <laughs> I feel like the, the pendulum for that keeps swinging one direction. Oh, it does. towards another direction. It does. Well, maybe... Uh, I can let you borrow it if you want, because I have it on Blu-ray in case you want to give it another chance. Because you've only seen it once, so... Uh, uh, someday. I'm not ready someday. yet. I, that, that's fine. I understand. All right. So uh, please remember uh, that there will be a Twitter poll online where you can vote for who you think would win between the Devil Dino or the Indominus Rex. Let us know what you thought of this fight. And, hey, Sal from Alaska, if there's any stats that you can find about dinosaur alcohol consumption... Uh, you're going to be our stat man. So uh, 
So uh, let us know if there's anything that we blatantly missed. And, I doubt uh, it. Yeah, I mean, who knows? There, for all we know, there's some infographic out there about like dinosaur blood alcohol consumption in case they're ever going to drive. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right. So please, as always, remember to subscribe, follow, and rate, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life uh, finds a way. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.